This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Donald Trump's Twitter account has the world's attention once again. On Sunday, he announced plans to increase tariffs on Chinese goods to his more than 60 million Twitter followers. He says the current 10% tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese goods will increase to 25%. He cited negotiation frustrations as his reasoning for the tariff threat, saying the talks with China are moving too slowly. The news rocked the markets in China, and the U.S. soybean prices took an immediate tumble before rallying to finish 12 cents lower. American Soybean Association President Davy Stevens says the tweet adds to an already difficult situation for producers. With just initial response that happened over the weekend, and you know, and then you know, with the rain that's been here, everyone is just wondering how does this play out and how do we go forward. And, and that's just one thing we're kind of in a wait and see. All of us are kind of in a wait and see. Talks between the U.S. and China are expected to continue this week in Washington after a productive round of dialogue last week in Beijing. Stevens says they're looking for marketplace certainty. Until something's final and, and signed and put into agreement, we will not have a definite. We've got to have something that is in place that sets the baseline for how we move forward. Chinese negotiators are still planning to head to Washington after Trump's tweet, but it's still to be seen the size and scope of their delegation. House Ag Committee Chair Colin Peterson says Capitol Hill needs to act on disaster legislation, but acknowledges it will be tricky. Speaking on this week's open mic, Peterson says the House disaster efforts are struggling to gain traction in the Senate. It's a problem over there. How you get this thing busted loose, I'm not sure, but it's um, it's a huge problem for some of these guys. That, uh, we have areas down there where they lost all their trees and the storm right in the middle of the, the worst time of, in the growing cycle. Uh, it got people in a lot of trouble, and uh, we should be doing something with that. But it's, um, it's the Senate. <laughs> it's tied up over there. Aside from the disaster bill, Peterson says broader help for farm country will be difficult to achieve. I don't know where you get the money to uh, make any significant changes in the farm bill. You know, probably a more immediate problem is getting this disaster bill busted loose. Uh, we got people in the South that aren't going to survive already because this thing has gone on too long. He says the national debt looms large over the discussions. As much as I'd want to improve the farm bill, you know, if we get into a really bad situation, I am going to be very hard-pressed to um, add to the deficit to do it. You know, we... Nobody seems to care about the deficit anymore. They pass, they introduce all these bills, and uh, there's no way to pay for them. They do tax cuts that aren't paid for. We've got to stop this. The House is expected to take up a new disaster bill this week that includes language for crops stored in damaged grain bins. To hear more from Peterson, check out this week's open mic interview on agripulse.com. U.S. officials are back from Taiwan, and they see potential in the market. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. The U.S. Grains Council thinks there's more potential for a reliable, long-standing trade market in Taiwan. The organization recently returned from the country on a first-ever trade mission led by USDA's Foreign Ag Service last month. FAS Administrator Ken Isley says Taiwan is a good market for U.S. products, but could be even better. Taiwan is a market with 23 million people. 
very mature and steady market, and it's one of the top 10 markets for U.S. food and agricultural products with sales of approximately $4 billion last year. We uh, experienced a growth rate of 19% last year, and we are, in fact, the number one supplier of agriculture and food products to Taiwan. During the current marketing year, Taiwan has purchased 43.3 million bushels of corn more than three times the amount the same time last year. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.